Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 278 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live on Facebook. As always, though, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. Also available on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews. I love sharing on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. So please, five-star rate and review. If you like the video option, it's available on Spotify. Video uploads right to Spotify. So if you don't have Facebook, you don't see it on Facebook. It's, it's an easier way. Just go listen on Spotify. You can also five-star rate and review there as well. There will be a bonus episode coming out uh, this week. Check it out at patreon.com slash KMF podcast. You'll get this week's bonus episode as well as ever all the past bonus episodes. So check it out. Subscribe at patreon.com slash KMF podcast. Built Bar is coming out with some new flavors. A lot of puff flavors. You're a marshmallow fan. This is the time to be into Built Bar. Check it out at builtbar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. You will save at least 10% off your order. Sail Away Coffee, the best nitro brew out there. Check it out. Local Long Island company, so you know I got to support it, but they also ship all over the United States. Sailawaycoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. You will save 10% off your order. If you're interested in Plexus, the benefits of Plexus and what it can do for you, please shoot me a DM. We'll get you set up. We'll get you on the road uh, to better gut health. And it's amazing what how many different things will, that will change uh, in your journey. So definitely check that out. Give me a DM about that. My buddy John Ziegler released. Actually, he filmed it a year ago today. Or yes, no, yesterday. I got a Facebook notification because I had lunch with friends and then I went to see John Ziegler perform. He filmed it a year ago. It's out now. Check it out on YouTube. It's called John Ziegler Getting My Affairs in Order. Also give him a follow on Instagram over at John Ziegler Comedy. The link for the special will be in the bio. Check it out. It's absolutely hilarious. He's close to 100,000 views. So uh, let's get him over that that marker there. That would be awesome. I'll always, uh, you know, want my friends to hit that before I do. I'm still trying to get to 10,000 followers on Instagram. I think it's, I almost feel like where everybody is now on Instagram, that's it. You ain't moving. It's like there's nobody else to follow you or nothing. This is it. You're stuck here. Um, so like most things I've just come up a little bit short and I will, uh, just be on the outside looking in that 10 K club. I just wanted the 10 K. I just want like the 10.0 K. You know, whatever. I'm shallow. That's what I want on my Instagram page. I'm too cheap to buy followers. I also have some dignity. Anybody who follows me made that mistake themselves, and I thank you for it. And thanks for sticking around, especially through everything. Uh, all right. Um, let's get into it. Uh, my best friend, Nick, for some reason, loves to just F me up emotionally in the middle of the day with things he sends me. I don't know why he picks... Smack dab in the middle of the work day when I'm at work. He doesn't send it at night or on the weekend. 
He's like, Monday at at 12 o'clock, check this out. The first thing he sent me was the Kevin Smith video. And I'm happy he did because, like like he said today, it unlocked a lot of stuff that had to come out. We get that. But again, I watched it at work. I was having like a breakdown at work. Um, and today, well, he sent me something the other day. And I just didn't get a chance to see it. Um, and today I watched it. And he sends it to me again today. He's like, did you see this? I'm like, no, nah, I didn't get a chance. He goes, he goes, watch it. He goes, I cried during it. I'm like, Ugh. and I'm looking at it. If you look at the YouTube thing, it's the wrestling figures of Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan and all the other figures of the kid. I'm like, oh, he's such, he's crying about this. I guess, what is he, what is he crying about? Is it, it's like a, is he having like a, a midlife crisis? What's going on that he's crying about wrestling figures, you know, a toy and, I also saw the guy who sings this. Um, I can't pronounce his name. I will because it's French Canadian. Um, but he played Taco on the league. His name is John. The last name is spelled L-A-J-O-I-E. I think it's like Lejoa, something like that. Um, and I'm not gonna try to probably butchering his name, and I apologize. But again, it's John L-A-J-O-I-E. He played Taco on the League on FX, which is one of my favorite all-time shows. So I know the songs that he sings because he does them on the show. So when Nick sent me this video, I'm thinking it's going to be a funny song. Go watch some of his songs. The birthday song. Um, Vaginal Hubris. Um, the EBDBB&B. All these songs are absolutely hilarious. Um got fear boner uh, you know these these songs that he writes for the, the league i mean fear boner that and the song after it i literally still crack up laughing like i've seen it for the first time so that's what i'm expecting and he's like no nah, it made me cry i'm like you just are you being sappy today and the name of the song is called the hulk hogan slammed andre the giant official music video wolfie's just fine I guess it's awful wolf. He's just fine. But the name of the song is Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the giant. So now I'm like, okay, this has to be some kind of funny thing, right? Because, you know, we're talking about professional wrestling. Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the giant. I remember it as a kid. It was a big moment. And so I'm on lunch. I'm having a cigar. I'm like, let me play this song. I got my sunglasses on. The song starts to play, and I'm about like 30 seconds into it, and like I'm ch I'm get choked up, tears are like streaming down my face. He did it again, because it, it, it's it's not so much it's a sad song lyric wise, but it brings you back to that when you were a kid, and then like the visuals of these toys. I had all these toys. This was my childhood. It was really it was like a video of my childhood. And then it showed like two kids playing in the yard with the wrestling toys. And I immediately thought of me and my brother playing in the yard, you know, wrestling each other and then the toys and everything else. And, you know, and it comes off the heels of a conversation I was having with a friend that how I feel like time is just going by way too fast. And I would love to slow it down a little bit. I feel like time is just really racing by. And I, and I'm so far behind. I can't catch up. I, I can't. 
it's really passing me by. That's why I feel, that's why I feel like lately. Um, gives me a lot of anxiety and makes me feel really bad. And I just don't know how to stop and slow it down. I don't know what to do. One day after the other just bleeds into the next. Um, I know I work a lot, you know, with doing ride sharing on top of a full-time job, you know, so yeah, my, my days are long. Um, on the weekends, I try to see my brother and his the family um, one day, not two days of the week. So yeah, like I don't, it, like my days are pretty much planned out and it, just, it goes by very fast, but there's also milestone birthdays happening this year that really uh, flipped me out. Like my nephew Lucas will be 10 in July. Like how did uh, 10 years and my, my goddaughter, my niece um, will be 20. Which really flips me out. Cause I remember the day she was born and you know, call my dad pop. And I was joking around with him. I said, Hey grandpa, old man. And he goes, you'll see. He goes, you'll see how fast time's going to go by now when there's a kid around. He goes, cause everything's a milestone and it flies by. And he was right, because here we are 20 years later from that, 10 years from my nephew, Lucas. Uh, it's going by way fast. Rocco just had his eighth birthday. Liddy's five already. Um, it's it's crazy how fast it's all going. And, you know, here we are now. We're almost through, <laughs> almost through May. Memorial Day weekend is upon us. It's coming up this weekend, and it's half the year is gone. Like, are you kidding me? And like I said, it's, it's, it's messing with me. I get like very stressed and I get a lot of anxiety about just feel like I can't just stop and just do what I want to do and get on track. And these, it's just like, you know, it just bleeds one week into the next bad habits, bad routines. And I know once you switch that, there's a way to do it. They've done it before. It's just actually switching it. And I would love it love and just see, somehow slow down time a little bit but you know it's not gonna happen it's gonna go by it's going by fast and that video today just really like i remember you know you think about it. wrestlemania 3 it was 1987 i remember that like it was yesterday and beginning of the song it's like we went over to grandma's house because we didn't have cable and we went over to my, not my grandmother's house. We went over to my aunt and uncle's house because they had closed circuit TV. That was like pay-per-view before pay-per-view. It was closed circuit. And that's where we watched every WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, you know, anything on pay-per-view. That's where we watched it. So I thought about that. And it just, and it all just like the memories just flooded back. And he got me. And then I'm watching it before just because I wanted to listen to it before. I did the show and I'm sitting on my couch crying again, cursing him. I'm cursing Nick, like, you son of a bitch. You know, um, because again, <laughs> the memory started coming back again. Like I'm a little teary eyed now. And I don't want, <laughs> I'm not saying it just he's, gets me every time. Uh, did it with Clerks. I can't watch Clerks 3 again. Same reason. I can't listen to. Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance, because now I associate it with Clerks 3 and all those things that come with it. Mad. But I am lucky. I do have a best friend that knows me like that, knows the things I like, knows the things that will 
help in a way because it does it, it did help even though we, like I mentioned all the negative part of it um but I I I look back and I was like yeah I had an awesome childhood I'm happy I grew up when I did I wouldn't have traded that for anything in the world like growing up in the 80s as a kid and the 90s as a teenager I think it was the perfect mix. You had every, you had best of both worlds. You had the beginning of all this technology and video games and, you know, movies being available to you on TV or videotaped and DVR and we got streaming. So I, I, it's, I saw all this and I was a part of it. It was awesome. I was also a teenager when there was technology, but not too much technology. Like cell phones were around. We had beepers. You know, you could go and enjoy yourself and, you know, you weren't, you know, you weren't just a call away. You had to make plans with your friends. It was like a planning of things. We're going to go out tonight. Well, what's the plan? And you're making all these calls, meet at a certain spot. You know, to me, I, I miss those days a lot. You know, the phone starts ringing on Friday about six o'clock. We start making our plans. Who's picking up who? Where are we meeting where? I do miss, I do miss those days. Um, and that's really, you know, especially the time I started hanging out with Nick, my friends, Chris and Joe, Crit and Yoey, as we call them, the Devitos, Stork Twins, Bert and Ernie, I'm giving all their nicknames out. They don't watch the show, so that's why I can do this. Um, we started hanging out with them. You know, my friend Jason, all my friends that I've had for tw- over 25 years. You know, when it's those, those all, it's making all those plans, and it was the beepers and everything else, like I said. And uh, you know, even think about that. Like, I still feel like I met those guys yesterday, and it's over twenty five years, and we've been through everything friends could go through together, and we got each other through it. And that's kind of like the second part of the show I wanted to talk about is putting those people, and I know you know because we are talking a lot about mental health. And, you know, being May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I don't know if we're going to do a live show next week. It might be a best of because of the holiday, um, especially if the weather's nice and maybe I can get my my big ass in that pool. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to the point. Is, you know, around, I think, your later teens, some people are friends with the same people since their kids. My brother's been friends with the same people since junior high. His group of friends. There's people coming in like, you know, later on and stuff, but like his core friends are people that he met in junior high and his best friend he met in kindergarten. He's been best friends with him since kindergarten. Um, so, I mean, how much better can you know somebody, you know, but I'm saying you surround yourself with the right people. Pick your tribe. It's okay to be picky. And we, we kind of hit on this in the past weeks about, you know, letting certain people take advantage of you and this and that. But, you know, when, when you're having a bad day, you'll know who your friends are because they they almost know to reach out. And I'm not saying that they don't reach out, they're bad friends, but you'll get somebody that does it. And it doesn't have to be a friend that you talk to all the time. It doesn't have to be a friend that you see all the time. But if you have the right people in your circle, in your life, you know, someone will always reach out when it counts. And, you know, I've been, I was talking about before being, you know, a little mushad about feeling like 
it's just going by way too fast and you know because then you start you go down the the wrong road you know um i'm gonna be 44 never been married i have no kids um i don't have any money uh i don't have you know i don't i'm not vice president of the pencil sharpener company uh yeah i spent all that years doing comedy nothing happened you start you you start doing that you start like beating yourself up and i got a buddy his name is rich listens to the show i'm not gonna say his last name i don't know if he wants me to and i'm not gonna do that but he is uh, a friend from junior high i met him in junior high and this is the you know people like what's the positive of social media i would have lost touch with this guy if it wasn't for social media, because after, you know, graduation and everything, people go their separate ways. It wasn't until like Facebook came around again in 2000, I got on it in 2007 that we friended each other again and chit chatted here and there. And, you know, especially when I started doing comedy, he was very supportive and he listens to the show. He's been, again, he messaged me the other day. And I was in the best mood. He's like, Hey bro, how you doing? Just checking in. Want to see how you're doing? You know, loving the podcast. The real three, these last three episodes have been really good. And it just it makes you feel good. Because, like, you know, I, I look at a guy like him that seems like he's got his life together, everything going on, like, you know, and he takes time out of this day to check in on me, which means a lot. Um, very supportive. He's come see me do comedy. Even today, he's like, he's like, you go, you go, how's the gym going? I go, it's not. And he goes, well, when I come up to New York, maybe we'll go together. I mean, this is just somebody who's just trying to motivate me and make me a better person. And again, this is not somebody I see every day, talk to every day. We don't even live in the same state, but he's in that circle. And I can say to him, a very good friend. And I'm not there for him as much as he's there for me. Uh, but he knows that if he ever needed it, I'm here. You know, he needed talk to anybody or anything like that um but again this is just keeping the right people in your life you know nick is my life people you know want to know how is you know nick still in your life you know because me and nick had a um i don't know if people know the story um not really getting into the whole thing but there was a time we didn't talk for a year and that whole year all i did was miss our friendship and I said to him, dude, whatever it is, we'll throw it aside. We've been through too much. Your friendship means the world to me. And let's just get this back on track. And boom, since day, and that's it. I'm going back to Rich. I'm surprised he still he talks to me because, and I was thinking about this today because I was, I was driving ride share and I'm like, how am I going to talk about it? And I'm like, and the memory popped in my head. Like I met Rich when we played seventh grade football at Grand Avenue Junior High. And um, we were on, you know, the seventh grade team and we had to go pick our jerseys and they did it alphabetically. And I am a huge Giants fan, huge Giants fan. So is Rich. And my name comes before his. We both wanted 56. I got it. And when I was a, you know, always a big guy. 56 was a size large. I was not a size large at 12 years old. I was a a peg or so up. And um, when I, and, it put, and it's not just that it fit, but now you got to put pads on and everything else. 
And I asked for 56, and the coach was like, you Domenico, that's a large. I'm like, yes, it is. It's beautiful. Like, I was 56. It's Lawrence Tell's number on a jersey. I'm going to wear it. And Rich was like, you're not even a linebacker. You're a lineman. You know, you shouldn't You shouldn't have that. And I don't know if you maybe remember that, but, like, so thank you, Rich, for forgiving me for taking 56. He got it the next year because um, a little different how they pick numbers. And I see he walked right out of the locker room with that 56 jersey on. I don't know how I remember this stuff. This memory sometimes is a blessing and a curse, um, but I do remember it. So getting back to, you know, my close and personal friends and people that you keep in your circle, it's just good to have those people that you could text if anything's wrong. Um, if you just need a laugh or something like that, like I hope my, my friends, and I think this is why they talk to me because I'm sometimes not the most pleasant person, but I think they know that I'll always, I can give them a laugh whenever they need it. They got a comedian on speed dial. Um, not like I'm going to be like a jokey joke, but like, we'll talk about it. Yeah, I can make things funny. Uh, you know, I have a friend that just doesn't want to talk about it when something's bothering them and they just say, tell me a joke. And I think of like these crazy street jokes that I know. Um, and I tell those because I'm not going to tell a joke for my act is not going to come across. These street jokes are, are fun just to, you know, tell in a social setting. You know, and even recently, the guys at the Scar Lounge, they're part of my circle, too. They're they're good guys. They're guys that, oh, oh, that you know, always are like, hey, you need help? We'll help you. We'll do, you know, don't. Need... And they do with each other, too. Like, you know, someone's going on a trip. I'll, you know, you need to ride to the airport. You need somebody to pick you up. You need this. So I'm surrounding myself in really good settings. And my family's solid. Like, you know, my family would do anything for me. You know, as the show, you guys heard the show. I call my dad, you know, anytime and he's, he's there to help. So he supports my support systems in place. It's all there. Everybody's got my back. I've, I've made my outer wall very strong. Now I got to work on the person inside the wall. Now we got to get stronger. We got to get better. And I got to stop finding these things to get like hung up on. Like, you know, and that's, that's what I do. I go from like one thing to the other. Um, and when I was really successful, when I was, you know, on WW that a couple of years ago, I wasn't letting this stuff get to me and I wasn't letting it bother me. And I was using it as motivation and I was using it as, you know, a step like, Hey, looking, Hey, hey looking, Hey, look, <laughs> it's not getting me down. Hey, um, making up words. I'm just going to be, Hey, looking, um, Okay, look, this is not getting me down. I am thriving despite this. I'm not letting this make me, um, you know, mushad and, and miserable. And I, I know I got to work on that. I know that. And it just takes that one step. They'll do the one thing. You talk to people sometimes like, hey, you got to eat right. You got to go to the gym. You got to exercise. You got to do this. You got to do that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's... Take a baby step and let's, let's do this one thing first and then we'll, but I'm also like that. Like, you know, that's why I need people around me to, to help me with those baby steps because I am somebody that will look 10 steps ahead and want to just like do it and do everything at once and be like, you know, move past the first step. My mother, my mother told me that I learned how to walk before I crawled. 
which is, I guess, there's my personality. I'm always looking to walk before I crawl. I'm always looking to accomplish something be, and, and not take the steps to get it done. It's crazy how much, you know, our personalities are made as children, as babies, and everything else. Um, and I, I was thinking about that today. You know, like when I remember as a kid, I was asking my mom, like, you know, when did I learn how to walk? She's like, yeah, she actually learned how to walk before you crawled. And I was talking at nine months. Like, you know, they, they thought they had a genius in their hands. Um, sorry, that didn't go that way. <laughs> I peaked at nine months old. That was it. That was the height of my intelligence was nine months old. Um, but, you know, this month has taught me a lot reflecting opening up saying things uh and it felt good you know we're gonna have a guest the first week in june so i i don't know if we'll have one after that but you know i wanted to have this month again i'm saying this because i don't know if there's gonna be a live show next week i wanted to have this month to really open up and talk and and just maybe dive into some of the things that bother me that make me, you know, stressed or gives me anxiety and to deal with my mental health and my wellness. And I encourage everybody to do this in a sense of like, find an outlet, whether it be music, whether it be writing, whether it be drawing, whether it be taking a walk, whether it be just like sitting in a park alone with nothing going on, just staring into the, uh, into whatever, into nothingness, whatever, just like, Put you at ease, empties your mind, empties your thoughts, and allows you to move forward. Because that's really what it's about. We can't change the past. A million times I've said this, and I'll say it a million more times. We cannot change the past. Like, I'm here stressed and, and anxiety-ridden because time's going too fast. Well, maybe. But that is, you know, I, that is the only thing I can change is what's going to happen in the future. I can't change what, what what happened yesterday, the day before. You know, if I didn't eat the right things that day, I can't go back and change it. I could change it today. I could change it tomorrow. And those are the steps we have to take. And, you know, mental health is a thing to take serious, and especially for men. I, you know, there's a stigma. Again, we talked about it at the beginning of the month. I'm going to end it with it now. There is a stigmatism you know, about guys talking about their feelings, you know, macho, tough. The most macho and tough thing you can do is actually open up and tell people how you're feeling and what's on your mind and that and asking for help. That's the toughest thing you're going to do. You want to be a tough guy? Start there. If you feel you need that help, you feel you need to talk to somebody, there's nothing wrong with admitting it and saying it to somebody. No one's going to look at you any less that you're weak or anything. They're going to admire your strength and your courage. So with that in mind, take care of yourselves. And uh, if I don't talk to you, have a happy and healthy, safe Memorial Day. Don't do anything stupid. Don't make some bad decisions. Go make the bad decisions if that's what you want. It's up to you. But anyway... If I don't talk to you then, have a have a good uh, how, uh, Memorial Day weekend, and we will definitely talk soon. Have a good one, everybody. 
And with that being said, this has been episode 278 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico. As always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast, also available on iTunes, five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you. If you like the video option, Spotify's got it. You can five-star rate and review there, too. We are played in and out each week by Hollow in their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Check it out on iTunes. While you're there, his new band, Demon Scar, releasing new music. They got a new album out called The Whiskey Bootleg. Get it at demonscar.bandcamp.com. Only one place to go for your deli needs, Long Island. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Not because it's named after me, because it really is that good. Check it out. Finsdeli.com. Once again, thank you to everybody who joined us tonight on Facebook Live. Everybody listening at home on your podcast, listening devices. This has been episode 278. I will talk to you later. Something.